this I am Cynthia, so I'm introducing myself at the beginning of the video this time. My name is Cynthia McClary, and listen here, I am just here to tell you the truth. I'm just I'm here to help you get from where you are to where you need to be. I'm I want to I want to help you. I want to come alongside you and get you from where you are right now into not just where you want to be. Because Remember I told y'all I was going to keep it honest. I'm, I'm going to keep it 100% straight with you. Okay, so I'm not really concerned about where you want to be. I'm more concerned with where God wants you to be. And so I want to help get you from where you are right now to where God wants you to be and to help you begin to see yourself the same way that God sees you. Why is that important? That's important. Because who you are matters. Who you are matters. Your identity matters. And a lot of times we are, uh, we get caught up. We tie our identity. We strain or hang our identity on so many things. We hang it on our skin color. We hang it on our gender. We hang it on our occupation. We hang it on what we do in life. We hang it on who our mom or dad are uh, or is. Uh, we hang it on who our siblings are. We hang it on the clubs that we belong to or the organizations we belong to. We hang it on the churches we go to. We hang it on so many things. We hang it on so many things. And what tends to happen, because we're hanging our identity on these things, what tends to happen most of the time is if we shift jobs, now we become somebody else. Uh, if the marriage doesn't work out, now we become somebody else. Or we get married and now we become somebody else. You know, or our situation in life changes and now we become somebody else. And we, and we live a life of becoming someone else, being hung on these things that we typically hang our identity on. Those things are always temporary. Like, like even... Even our skin color. No, I can't wake up in the morning and, you know, just magically, you know, be green. And Lord, please don't let that happen because I'm going to be a little. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But even even our skin color is temporary. And if you don't believe me. Just trust me. On, I want to say just trust me on this one. Your skin color is temporary. So like every part of you that you're hanging and basing on your skin color, whether your skin color looks like mine, whether it's lighter, browner, darker, white, purple, green, mahogany, um, teal, whatever your skin color is. If you are hanging any part of your identity on any of those things that I mentioned or even your skin color, you're hanging your identity on the wrong thing. And why are they the wrong things? They're the wrong things because they're temporary. Yep, even your skin color is temporary. You don't believe me. Um, what happens when someone dies? Are they taking this with them? No, that means it's temporary. We get to keep it for a long time, but it's temporary. We're not taking this with us. So it's called temporary, okay? Temporary 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 and a lot of we we tend to hang our identity who we are on temporary things 
And as long as we hang our identity on temporary things, we will always be moving in and out, in and out of this and in and out of that, but never, never being stable, never finding out who we really are in God, because this is not who you are in God. And I don't know why I want to focus on skin color, but for some reason I want to sit there for a second. But this is not who you are in God. And I hope we all know that, but I don't think we all know that. This is not your priority. And if it is your priority, I'm asking you to, to shift priorities, change priorities. If, if this is your identity, then that is the lens that you're going to always see life through. And when you see life through lenses that don't belong to you, you're always going to end up with the short end of the stick, even when and if it looks like you're winning. Even if you see life through the lens of gender or through the lens of whatever, anything that is temporary, if Anything that you're that you're basing your identity on that is temporary and all of those things and so much more, they're all temporary. Even if you base your identity on your academics or base your identity on this, that or the other, that is not who you are. No, it's a it's a trait. It's a characteristics, but it is not who you are. This thing right here is just housing me temporarily. While I'm here on the earth. And it's doing the same thing for you too. Whether you believe it or not. It's just, this is temporary. Okay, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, if we if you build your identity, who you are, on anything that's temporary, you're going to always find yourself in some way, shape, or form um, ebbing and flowing in life. In and out, in and out, in and out. And you're never going to actually find stability or have a true foundation. Do you know, do you know what your real identity even comes, where your real identity comes from? Well, your real identity is actually, it actually comes from God. It, it comes from God. Your identity is found in God. It is found in the one who made you. I didn't make you, so. But your identity is found in God, not your mama, not your daddy, not where you grew up at, not where you went to school at, not your income, not your so. None of those things. Your real identity is founded in, it's rooted in God. And if you really want to know who you are, if you want to know who you are, and you want to know what you can do, do you know what you should do? This is what I would admonish you to do. I would admonish you to go to the one that made you. Now, think about this. So, would you think it's strange if I took my Rolls Royce? I do not have a Rolls Royce, but... Would you think it's strange if I took my Rolls Royce and let's say it needs maintenance? It would be very strange if I took my Rolls Royce to 
a Honda dealership to be worked on, right? Or I take it to the Honda dealership to, to ask the mechanic in the Honda shop. And I love Hondas. Oh, I love Hondas. There's nothing wrong with Hondas. But it would be real strange and very, you know, the technicians would be looking at me like, girl, you have lost your everlasting mind for bringing a Rolls Royce in here to the Honda dealership for us to diagnose what's wrong with it, for us to fix it. So that's the same thing with us. Anytime you want to know who you are, you have to go back to the manufacturer. You know, like not, not just cars, but every, almost every single thing that we purchase, especially if, especially if it has any type of elect, electronic, um, electrical or electronic component to it, it's going to come with a manual, whether that's a hard copy manual or whether that's a digital manual or whatever, but it's always going to come with the manual. It's always going to come with the manual. And one of the things about the manual is the manual always tells you to check this out, right? If what you just purchased from me starts acting up or you don't know how to do something or you have questions about it, what, what does the manual always instruct you to do? The manual always instructs you, instructs you to take it back to the manufacturer. Take it back to the manufacturer or take it to a dealer that the manufacturer has authorized, right? So it's the same thing with your life. It's the same thing with your life. And you know, there is a lot of identity confusion. And I'm not just talking about identity confusion as in sexual confusion or you know, but there's a lot, there's a lot of identity confusion. And the reason why there's confusion is because we're going to the wrong source, finding out from the wrong source who you are, how you should be, how should, how you should be living in the earth, how you should be moving in the earth, how you should be being in the earth. And now wrong source. Okay, let's talk about wrong source because there's a whole list of wrong sources, and, and you you all know the wrong sources. Um, but probably one of the greatest wrong source that we can ever go to to ask about what we should be doing or who we are, rather, the 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 wrongest source that we could ever go to is our own self. Mm -hmm. Our own self, our friends, our family, our, 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 all of these things, anything and anyone who is not God that you're going to, to try to figure out who you are. I don't care if it's a doctor, a lawyer, I don't care who it is. But if you're going to the wrong source, Please understand that you're going to always, always get the wrong information. So if you want the right information, you've got to go to the right source. Because every source that you go to ain't going to give you the right information. But if you always go to God as your source, you're going to always get the right information. Always. And now just like, just like the Rolls Royce. Uh, the microwave, the air fryer, um, the KitchenAids, uh, what else? What else do we have in our, the computer, the, our iPhones, 
all of these gadgets and all of these things that we use almost on a daily basis, probably most of them on a daily basis, all of these things come with manuals. And a lot of times, you know, people, people like to say, I've heard it. I'm not sure if you've heard it, but people like to say, well, you know, when I was born, there was no manual. There was, or when my child was born, because sometimes, most of the time it's parents that I've heard say this. Like, you know, my kids did not come with a manual. Yes, yes, they did. Yes, they did. Now, a lot of times we don't read the manual, but they definitely came with the manual. Mm-hmm. But we we tend we like to ignore the manual because we like to do things on our own. Yep, we like to raise little Johnny the way we want to raise little Johnny. And then when little Johnny start doing stuff that we don't want little Johnny to do, then we get mad and we and we want to take little Johnny. Where where do we want to take little Johnny? We want to take little Johnny to the Ford dealership and say, hey, Ford, I need you to tell me what's going on with little Johnny. When little Johnny came with a manual. You just didn't you just didn't realize that little Johnny came with the manual, but he came with the manual and that manual. Helps that manual actually teaches you how to teach Johnny so that you don't end up taking him to the wrong place when you need help with Johnny. I'm just saying, remember, I got to tell you the truth and I want to tell you the truth and I got to tell you the truth. So every child. So a parent, I'm going to need y'all. I'm going to need y'all to stop saying children don't come with manuals. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. You just don't want to read it. Or, or if you read the manual, you don't want to apply what the manual says. You don't want to do what the manual says. But children come, I came with a manual. Okay? I came with a manual. You came with the manual too. You came with the manual. So we have to read the manual in order to know who we are in order to in order to understand who we are and so that we can maneuver in this world the way that God has intended for us to maneuver see sometimes we get off track um we end up going here and going there and going everywhere else except for to the right place and that's how we get into situations and that's how we get into trouble yeah because we don't we don't read the manual because and and do you know why a lot of times we don't read the manual because we're just as hard-headed as the children that we said didn't come with the manual so like if you're the parent and you're not reading the manual and you're not allowing the manual to be the the ruler and the guide and the guard and the boundary, the fence around your life. I'm just trying to say, I'm, I'm just trying to say, I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm just trying to figure it out. Yeah, but children do come with manuals, so 
Don't let nobody tell you that children don't come with manuals. They do. There are children have their own little personalities and all these other stuff. But I promise you, there is a manual. They don't give you the manual at the hospital. You just gotta know where you got you need to know where the manual is at. So once you once you give birth to that child and you got you get that child and that let me let me can I please see I'm trying to talk about identity. But for some reason, this is just sticking around. Let let can I please tell you something, okay? Because we're gonna help each other. We're gonna help each other, okay? So here's what I need you to do. Because I was about to tell you once you have the baby and get the baby home, get the manual. But that's not the time to get the manual. Now, if you're if you're just realizing, hey, I got the manual at the house. If you're just realizing that, then okay, let's let's let that pass by. But here's what you really ought to do is pull out the moment not even the moment that you know that you're pregnant, but if you are in hope of care of birthing a child if you are in hopes of birthing a child, if you are in hopes of fostering a child, if you're in hopes of adopting a child, if you are in hopes of having a child some way, some shape, some form as a part of your life, then I need you to take out the manual before that child even makes its presence into your life. Why? Because in that manual, see that that manual isn't just about identity, but that manual is also about purpose. And listen, if I could tell this to a million people, I would tell this to a million people. Not only is your identity found in God, but that's also who knows your purpose. And if, and if you're not in the manual, do you know what's going to happen? And I'm not, I don't say, I'm not saying this to shame parents or, or to belittle or anything like this, but hopefully somebody who did not know this will say, aha, and that they will take heed and they'll be farther along than someone else who, you know, just decided to turn this thing off or whatever. But anyway. So the manual not only contains the information as to who you are, your identity, it's the manual for raising your child, and and not just for raising your child, but that's the manual for raising you. That's the manual for raising you. So anytime you feel like you, anytime you feel like you want to raise up and be better, go to the manual. I promise you. I promise you, go to the manual. It is going to guide, guard, set boundaries. And the next thing you know, you're going to be rising up like, okay, I can do this. I can do this now. But back to back to this other thing that I was talking about. So not only the, is the manual going to identify who you are, and, and, and not just you, but your kids too, your children too, biological or whatever else the cult. Um, 
But not only is that manual going to identify who you are, but the manual is also going to identify your children. And what else is it going to do? It's also going to help you understand, know the purpose, the purpose. Like, you know how a lot of people are like, and, and, and if this is you, then I just want you to backtrack and do, and do the thing. That's not my Bible. I don't know why I thought that was my Bible, but I just want you to backtrack and do the thing. Go back to the manual. You know how sometimes in life we're in this place of God, like, why am I here? Like, you know, I don't know what my purpose is and this, that, and the other. Well, if you want to, not only if you want to know your identity, but if you want to know really why you're here, why you're here, it's in the manual. The the now when you open up the manual, because I don't want y'all, I don't want y'all saying like Cindy lie to us. I'm not lying to y'all. Okay. When you open up the manual and you start reading and you start studying the manual, you are not going to find the, the sentence, the exact sentence that says, this is what you're going to be in life. This is the reason I created you. You're not going to find those exact words, but those words that are in the manual, they're going to lead you right where you need to be, right where you need to go. They're going to lead you into your purpose. They're going to, they're going to shape it. They're going to guide you. They're going to guard you. They're going to guard your steps and not just your steps, but they're going to guard from the crown of you if you let it. Okay. 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 The Bible is not some magic book. Okay. You got to do what it tells you to do in it in order to reap the benefits of it. But you know that already because you also know that just because you buy a pack of seeds and you sit the seed on the counter, doesn't mean you're going to get whatever those seeds were. No, in order to get the seed, you got to plant the seed, right? And then take care of it, cultivate it, till it, water it, all of these things that the seed needs in order to produce what it already knows that it is. Okay, so your purpose, if you want to know your purpose, like God, why? Why did you make me? Why did you put me here? Why, why, why? It's uh, a lot of people are stuck in that place. And some people don't think that purpose is important, but I'm one who believes that purpose is important because God created each of us to be the answer to something. He created each of us to work in this whole entire body together like a system, like clockwork. So like, yeah. So, Key takeaway here, if you want to know who you are, if you want to know your identity, pick up the manual. Every single person born into this world came with a manual, and that manual is called the Bible. And no, now when you open up the manual, again, because I don't want y'all out here in these streets saying Cindy lied, or, or even saying that God lied, because come on. I'll lie first before God lies, okay? But um, now, again, the manual, when you open up the Bible, it's not going to say, okay, so when your child cries, this is what you need to do. This is how many uh, ounces of 
water to mix with the milk. Um, this is what you need to do when this happens, or this is what you need to do when that happens. All right, you're not going to see those words written in black and white, neither red, <laughs> in the Bible. But if you pick the if you pick up the manual and begin to read the manual, it's going to open up. It's going to open up stuff, give you access, give you access. See, some people don't realize that. I said earlier on one on one video that relationship has benefits. Well, let me tell you something. Let me tell you a secret. One of the secrets to having a relationship with Jesus Christ is that you get access to stuff that people be like, well, hi, let me in. And it's like, girl, you can get in, but you just need the password. You just need the password. And what's the password? The password is whatever, whatever, whatever is written in the manual. But if you don't read the manual, you ain't going to know the password. And if you don't know the password, you're not going to have access. I'm just saying, I'm trying to help you. And at the same time, I'm helping you, I'm helping me too. So it's not like I'm saying, I got it all together and I know everything that there is to know. No. The same thing I'm trying to, the same thing I'm helping you with, I'm also helping myself with. I'm helping myself with. And God has helped me with, and so I want to share what I know. I want to share what he taught me with you, okay? Because that's how we grow. That's how we learn. That's how we move. That's how we make it better for the next person. And so if if I can save you 10 steps and you can get to where you need to be in two, guess what? That's what I'll try to do. Mm-hmm. I'll try and keep you from going around the long way. Be like, baby girl, look at her. That's the shortcut right there. If you do this, this is the shortcut right here. That's the shortcut. That's the shortcut. And I want you to have shortcuts, but I want you to take the right shortcuts because every shortcut ain't, ain't short. <laughs> okay? But if you go back to the manual, the manual is going to always, and when I tell you always, the manual will always tell you who you are. And it's also going to lead you to your purpose. I posted something today that someone else shared. And um, and it basically said that kind of, oh, I wish I, look, I'm, I'm going to look for it on my, because I don't remember what I, what I shared. <laughs> but uh, let me see, how do I find it? How do I find it? How do I find it? I'm, how do I find it? Oh, I know. I think I go here. No, I bet you I don't know how to find it. Oh, okay. So now I know how to find it. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. So I found it. I shared it on Facebook. Um, and it was from someone else. But it's a quote. That, that they say, and it sounds like this is accurate, um, it's a quote by um, Dr. Miles Monroe. And Dr. Miles Monroe said, the greatest failure in life is being successful in the wrong assignment. The greatest failure in life is being successful in the wrong assignment. There are so many people who are successful 
but they're successful in the wrong assignment. They're successful, but their success is not tied to, it's not linked to, it's not congruent, it's not parallel to their purpose. And how, how does that happen? That happens every single time we, I want to say, take it upon ourselves to create our own roadmap. And, and whether we're creating that roadmap or whether we're allowing other people to create that roadmap for us, we walk into this place of success and then we get to this point and it's like, you've spent your life doing this thing, but it wasn't what you were called to do in life. It wasn't what you were positioned to do in life. And yes, you did it well. You did it well. Um, I like to relay that back to the story of Paul. You know, Paul in the Bible, his original name was Saul and, and then, you know, it was changed. God changed it to Paul. Um, I like to relay purpose back just, just to show you how, I don't want to, because I don't know a better word to, call, to say right now, how absent-minded we can be sometimes. And we can have all of this great success doing something that we love, um, even doing something that we don't love. Because <laughs> you know that happens. Um, but remember, uh, with before he became Paul, Saul, his name was Saul. And Saul was, the dude was smart, okay? Because he, he grew up in wealth. He grew up in wisdom. He, I mean, he had access to... Yeah, Paul had access to everything. Okay, he was not poor. Paul was wealthy. He came from a wealthy family. Okay, and so all Paul's life, Paul, well, excuse me, not all his, uh, and, hold on, let me change that name. All of Saul's life, because these are the things that Saul did. Saul believed that it was his purpose, like God created him to go out here and kill Christians, kill people that 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 didn't look like him, didn't think like him, that were doing things differently than he than he was doing it. All of those things. That's the that's the kind of mindset Paul had. And let me tell you, Paul was successful in what he was doing and what he did. As wrong as he was. And and now you know you don't know that you're wrong until you know that you're wrong. Okay? So that's a lot of that's the reason why a lot of times we always we be fighting cuz we don't know we're wrong. And if you don't know you're wrong, you're going to always be fighting. And listen, when I tell you Paul was successful, Paul could go to the governor and say, "Check this out." That old boy right there, he ain't supposed to be over here, so this is what I'm going to do and and the governor would be like, "Okay, Paul, I'm sorry, not Paul. Okay, Saul, go ahead. You got my permission. And Paul lived his entire life this way. To Paul, that was his purpose. That was his purpose. His purpose was to get everybody else in line. Okay, that's what Paul thought. And it wasn't until, and I don't know how old Paul was when when all of this happened, but 
it wasn't until Paul actually had, I keep calling him Paul, even in his old days, right? But we're talking about the same person. It's just that there was a name change. So when he was bad, his name was Saul. Okay, when he was bad, his name was Saul. Um, but it wasn't until Saul, who we now know as Paul, it wasn't until he had an encounter with Jesus. It wasn't until he had an encounter with the manual that his not only was his life changed, but his eyes were open and he knew, he learned what his purpose was. Can you imagine that? Living all of your days or living, living the majority of your days, even living half of your days, living any amount of time not knowing your purpose but thinking that you know your purpose and working in that thing and being successful in that thing that you weren't called to do all because of the fact that you decided to do this on your own or because not everyone decides to do life on their own sometimes people just don't know so if you're one who don't know now you know, pick up the manual. The manual is going to lead you if you allow it to lead. The key takeaway is if you want to know who you are, if you want to know why you're here, if you want to know your purpose, go to the manual. Go to the manufacturer. Go to the one who made you. Okay? Don't come. Don't come to me. That didn't make you. Even if, even if you were someone that I gave birth to, I didn't make you. Your, your mama didn't make you. Your daddy didn't make you. God made you. So go back to the one who made you. Go to the manufacturer. Stop taking Rolls Royces to Honda dealerships. Stop taking Hondas to Ford dealerships. Go back to the original manufacturer. The original manufacturer. Know not, not, not just who you are, but he knows how he put every part that is, that is concerning you, how he fashioned everything into place so that, so that this one thing would work with that thing and that thing would work with that thing and that thing would work with that thing and this thing would work with that thing and all of these things would work together as one. Okay? So there is a manual. Sometimes we just choose not to read it. But, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak this over everybody, right? We will no longer be a people walking around here like we don't have any instructions. We have instructions. And we are going to choose to let the instructions instruct us. Okay? So, listen. Hopefully, someone was encouraged. Someone, um, I don't know, someone's eyes was open. Their understanding was open. 
And maybe next time we'll talk about we'll talk about some other stuff about identity. But again, I am Cynthia McClary. Uh, I would like it if you all would subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, subscribe to Facebook. No, not not subscribe to Facebook, but follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. All three of those things are listed as Cynthia McClary. Okay. And then also I have a podcast. The podcast is called I'm That Proverbs 31 Girl. It's available on all your podcast outlets. If you listen to your podcast or you get your podcast somewhere and you can't find I'm That Proverbs 31 Girl, listen, drop a comment in the section below and tell me where you where you need me to go in podcast land. And I will try my best to get there because I want to be where you are so that I can help you get to where you are.